Have you noticed that Mazda is changing their customers without changing their price? Yes, indeed, mm. they are going more luxury and upscale. As a matter of fact, you and I have co- compared Mazdas to Mercedes-Benzes of all cars. It feels like that's their target. The crazy thing great. Is, is look at the back of this. This is the Mazda 3 Sky Active Turbo All-Wheel Drive Hatchback. The badges on the back of the car reflect all of those things. Yes, There's we have a badge many for everything. badges that tell you exactly what it is, and Mazda's very proud of the turbo, and they should be, uh-huh. because customers have been wanting more power, yes. like us. It's the same 2.5 liter Sky Active Turbo they put Ooh. in the rest of their lineup, including all the way up to their big boy CX-9 7-seater. This is that engine in this little car. It's about 3,400 pounds, which the CX-9 is yes. not, by the way, but it's that same... 250 horsepower, 320 pound-feet of torque yeah, in a 3,400-pound yeah. car. That is possibly the biggest torque number of any of its competitors. I think it, I think it actually is the biggest torque number of I anybody. think so, too, yeah. in a hatch that, quite frankly, has been upscale for a while. We've noted yes, the materials yes. and the driving position and the way it drives to feel more exotic and more expensive than it really should be. The Mazda 3 in this current generation is a car we've driven in almost every form. This is actually the first time we've been in the hatchback, but we've driven it in all-wheel drive a couple of times. It is the revised version where they took away the independent rear suspension, and it's now torsion beam rear, and we've talked about on television before that I think it took away a little bit of the handling prowess of this chassis, but they haven't had Mazda speed since two generations ago. Right, and right. they've officially announced that Mazda Speed is dead. It's no more. But in its wake comes this turbo model, which I think is a decent successor to the Mazda Speed name, honestly. You think turbocharging, they've added a turbo, and everything is back. The, the scamper, kind of raw feel is back. That's not the case. Fair. Because they're fair. going after a new market, mm-hmm. and that is a buyer that wants a more yeah, upscale experience, yeah. but still doesn't want to pay the prices of the more expensive cars. In a strange way, I feel like Mazda is creating a new market for themselves. Hmm. No longer can these cars be compared to the same kinds of econo boxes that you would think. You think small hatchback, that means cheap, it's gonna drive cheap and feel cheap. Hmm. This car is 35,000 and a half, and that is fully loaded, and you'll note it has everything. This has the performance package plus, you cannot get anything else. Yeah, yeah. And it's thirty-five grand, just over. What other cars have that luxury flavor and feel, but aren't as expensive? You're There's right. Not many in the market. If you put it next to uh, the Audi A-Class, for example, or the Mercedes A-Class, or these kind of guys, the new BMW front-wheel drive two series, those are all. If you trick them out, you get all the bells and whistles. They're pushing fifty grand. Right. They're certainly exactly. going to be over 40. Any way you spec them, they're going to be over 40. So this is coming in at 35, which, to put it another way, is only five grand more than the Veloster N. Sure. Now, sure. the Veloster N is set up to be it's more far hardcore. more fork- focused. It's set up to be more yes. hardcore. You can get it in a manual, yep. but it isn't as nice as this. And this is definitely trading on, look at how nice this is to just to, to sit in traffic. Right. But right. when you have a nice road like this and it opens up, it's got genuine power and decent dynamics. I, I think it's got an impressive all-around capability because of this turbo that this generation of the 3 hasn't had prior. Now, let's start with the transmission. You might think that because they added a turbo, that mm. means they've got a DSG or they've, they're offering the manual. That is not the case. True. 
specifically because of the torque that Todd was talking about. They had to find a transmission that was more robust. But you think a manual transmission or a DSG will do fine, yes, but that's not the customer they're going after. True. They're going after Volvos and Jaguars and the Europeans, okay. but the prices don't reflect that. I agree with which that. Which is so interesting. For the first time ever, the sport mode does not just affect the throttle response. Mm. So this G-vector control is something Mazda is heavily invested in. And they've had it for a while. Yep. They have. And that is a little bit of torque reduction as you turn into a corner. And you think... I can feel that, but mostly it's you jumping off the throttle. But what that does is put more weight on the front tires just a little bit to help mm -hmm. you turn in, combined now with all-wheel drive. The plus indicates it adds brakes, so it'll brake that at front wheel in an effort to really make it pivot. That G-vectoring thing they do, it, it's a torque reduction, as you said, to shift the weight. But then I find it interesting that I think you can help yourself rotate on throttle in this car. I think you that's can. what the all-wheel drive has done. Once you're settled through the corner, and then you just mash it. We have been driving this road fairly quickly. Even, yes. even yeah, on yeah. these tires, yep. which are also selected to give a more comfortable ride. Yeah, they're not performance it's tires. In fact, hard this, to unstick this car. Is. This on some, some PS4s, for example, would be really amazing because it these really tires would. are agree. kind of letting it down. And yet, you're right, it is difficult to rotate it to a place where it just gives up. And you're gone. You can actually banish understeer in this car with your right foot. That's what the all-wheel drive <laughs> yes. has done. And, and here's the thing. A lot of all-wheel drive cars can't do that. Right. And also a lot of higher performance fact, cars can't do that. Yes. You when have you to think about the fact, this is a front-wheel drive chassis that's now been made all-wheel drive for the all-wheel drive to help you in the best that it can, which is that I should put my foot in it and it sucks its way out. That is what you want an all-wheel drive system to do. I was very surprised to find that in this car, though. Right, right. It doesn't feel like a front-wheel drive car. It drives no, differently no, than that. No, it definitely doesn't. It, you turn on sport, and you can actually feel the elastic feel of the steering get a little bit lighter. Yeah. It's thicker when it's not on, and then you turn sport mode on, and it just gets a little bit more delicate. Yeah, and you that's can choose word. your line a little bit better. But it's not like there's a ton of feedback to these corners. There's really not. But again, feel. that's not the market that Mazda is yeah. going after. It's a different audience than they're going for now. Which they're is not going to do that do anymore. Name. Yeah, for sure. I want to talk to you about styling, and I want to mention that this car, the 2020 design of the hatchback, was awarded the World Car Design of the Year. Mm. And on that panel is Gordon Murray. Oh, that's interesting. Among many people. I didn't realize this that. This particular okay. design All right, good. won the World Car Design of the Year. What does that mean? It's the design equivalent of the Oscars. <laughs> it kind Yay, of is. us! It's a little bit of the polishing <laughs> of the laurels, but yeah. that doesn't mean it's not a beautiful design. Mazda as a company, whether you like them or not, they're doing some of the best designs on the planet. The line I want you to look at in particular is the hood line. It starts as a soft radius right above the grill, and then it gets very crisp. It sort of negates that turn up the A-pillar. Hmm. I was also concerned about the rear flanks, the C-pillar, that yeah. looked way too heavy in photos. They look very big in photos, yes. It's really in-person. Your spatial distance says proportion is just right. I and agree. everything is about surface development. It's not a crisp line and more lines to define a shape and a theme. It's surface, and you'll notice very slight concave mm -hmm. surfaces on the body side, and you know, radiuses that are variable fillets all the way through. They've done an amazing job. Same thing with the interior. Very clean, very tasteful. And the way they've divided the 
information is driver everything on this side, but yep. the most frequently looked at kinds of features are above this horizontal line in the instrument panel. Apparently, designers are taking the idea for what interior vents should be from the fact that lights are on the outside are getting smaller. Most cars are starting to lean toward vents that are too small. This Mazda 3, I've said it before, has tiny vents. Got a couple of hoses just pointed I, at you if, for HVAC If you're in HVAC and or cooling. Texas or you have, you know, really, really cold in the morning, you want vents. Yeah. Vents are getting yeah. smaller, and I don't think vents should get smaller. I'm, I'm being picky. I'm not just pointing this at Mazda because the interior is beautiful and it's subtle. Yeah. And yeah. it seems like it's going to be timeless. This center chrome line here is such a, such an accent to just separate things out and to draw yeah. your eye and to say, oh, by, by the way, the HVAC controls are not buried in any menu. Mazda yeah. is moving the screen further away from the driver because they don't want you touching a screen. They actually are thinking it's about like, driving. Don't touch that. Don't touch the screen. Stop touching it. We'll give you all the buttons that you need. They're <laughs> yeah, within reach right. and they work, which is great. Paul and I are both 6'3", so is Chance who shoots for us. Yeah. We all have slightly different body types, but I will tell you this. If you have a 6-foot-plus guy in the front, the person in the back is going to have their knees and head touching. That's 6-footer, six 6-footer. Six it's still a small hatchback. How often it's are still... you going to actually use yeah. this car like that? Probably not that often. If you take that variable out... You have usable space back there. Other, other than putting you know, trees in front and back, you're going to be fine. <laughs> and, and the seats feel good front and rear, which is good I agree. as well. you got to drive this car. Yep. You've heard us talk about drive homework because it's vital to drive a lot of things when you're trying to find your next car. Knowing your options is incredibly important. And this applies to online shopping, too. You don't want to search just one website unless that site is searching all the other ones for you. That's why we love Auto Tempest. We know you've heard us talk about it before, and we hope you've already seen how far you can shop with just one search. Auto Tempest pulls from all the top used car sites at once, so you know you won't miss that ideal car. Autotempest.com. All the cars, one search. I've complained before about the fact that Mazda has an automatic parking brake. And some of you're going to rant about this. Some of you have said Mazda's fixed it. No, they haven't. (laughs) If it's the health and safety people, it is. If you have it in drive and you put your foot on the gas, it will disengage. However, where it annoys me every time is not in that situation. Where it annoys me is parking lots. You pull in front ways, and you get out, and you don't set the parking brake. You get back in the car, set the parking brake. It will not release in reverse. Right. The only other they category. Just want you to pay attention to what you're doing, yeah. and so little reminders and all that stuff. The only other category that it, that is like that is we didn't turn the car off, so this doesn't happen here. But every right. time you set the car to sport, you get back and you have to reset it to sport. This is a minor thing. It's a tiny little button down here. It's an easy solve. You want to be in sport, and I am genuinely surprised at how easy this car is to drive very quickly. You think that because it's not the high-performance version that it won't be good to drive, and that is not true. It's actually a lot of fun. It's genuinely fun. I think in this turbo variant, they've actually changed the steering knuckle. They've changed the front suspension because that engine is heavier. They're dealing with more weight up front. Mm -hmm. They have made little nuances. What's interesting about Mazda making these nuances, though, is they've made changes to this upper-level turbo model, and then they've backed them into the rest of the model lineup. As they've found refinements for this Mazda 3 Turbo, they've put it on the lesser ones as well. But I I remain incredibly impressed to just drive this and find it easy to go quickly. 
We yeah. drive a lot of cars that are not designed to be sporty cars. And again, as we're saying yeah. here, this is not Mazda trying to make the most performance car they can. They're trying right, to make right. a better, faster Mazda 3. So a lot of times when companies do that and we get in them and we drive them quickly, it's work to get the car to go fast. It's work to get the car to be fun. Right, That's not right. the case here. I keep looking down and being like, wow, I'm going fast in this car. Yeah, And it doesn't feel like I'm working hard at it, and it does it anyway. And I am very impressed with the fact that I can put my foot in the throttle, yeah. in a corner, and the all-wheel drive helps pull me through, as it <laughs> should. that too. As it should, <laughs> yeah. but I did not expect that on this car. There are a lot of cars with all-wheel drive that won't do it because they are that all-wheel drive system like this is that wants to be front-wheel drive and only sends power to the rear when you need it. As a result, most of the time, those systems are they're too far behind. Mm-hmm. By the time you mm-hmm. ask for power, the moment's already gone. This does it surprisingly well. I never really like to use the word seamless. But if, if by now you've been paying attention to what Mazda is doing in studying human biomechanics to apply to their cars, I thought it was just kind of a marketing exercise to really come up with a theme. But the more Mazdas I drive, especially this one, there is something to this. Because what they're studying is natural movements and natural engagements of the car. Mm-hmm. Here's an example. A classic car has a cable-operated throttle and it might get sticky. The the cable might stretch. And it might feel different from day to day. It's mm. inconsistent. It, yeah. you, you feel the mechanics and it's great and all, but it doesn't quite feel right. That's not the case in every control in the Mazda. They want you to feel the way you roll onto the throttle and you apply the brake, that it increases in pressure. And it just sort of, this is how it should feel. And here we are going rather quickly in rather a car quickly. Yes. that is not a high-performance version. Exactly. Exactly right. What have they done? And it's just How easy. is that possible? I'm just going a speed that feels fun in relation to the car, and I'm surprised yeah, at how fast yeah. that is. I'm not looking for how fast can I go down this road. I'm just going, okay, let's go a speed that feels enjoyable without me right. working too hard or right. stressing out or anything like that. I look down and I go, how am I going this quickly every <laughs> yeah. time I drive this car? And I'm also thinking about the rare car this is in the marketplace. Hatchbacks with all-wheel drive and a turbo. That sounds like something there should be a dozen of. Right. There's very few. And Mazda has entered this market. Now, think about the fact that the STI doesn't come in a hatch. Think about the fact that the Evo is dead. Wasn't a hatch the last time anyway. Focus RS, gone. We've kind of got the Golf R left, and that's it. And here Mm. comes Mazda putting themselves, honestly, right alongside that car and going, give us a shot. If you think you can buy a bunch of parts and tune your car and make it as sorted as this one is, Mm. I say you're wrong because the amount of refinement and engineering that has gone into this car, you're hammering through these corners in sort of a mild near luxury car without performance tires on right. it either this is and notice I'm the tires aren't, the tires here. aren't squealing doesn't feel weird or concerning it, it just goes quick now i will give one slight i can tell this has a solid rear axle i can tell there's a torsion beam out there sure. when you hit mid corner bumps it has a tendency to bounce multiple times sure it should just compress absorb keep you on on your line this will compress and bounce and compress and bounce which is an offset of that torsion beam I'm being picky because okay. how often are you going to drive a car like this on a road like this in the way that we're driving it? It's well, not going exactly. to be often. Yeah. Well, that is the clientele, the customers yes. that Mazda yes. is seeking uh-huh. out. That's not really going to be the point. True. It hasn't made me go, right. I really ought to back off. We're thundering down this road. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But for the most part, 
the suspension taking care of you on the commute and on road trips. Yeah. So there's a lot of sport to the car, but there's also a lot of just comfort. Yeah. But it's not squishy. I love that I could put my foot in it in a corner <laughs> yeah. and improve my line. I mean, that's yeah. something that the really, the iconic all-wheel drives have done is that I can put it in a corner and then as soon as I'm yeah, ready, right there, give right it there. gas. Yep. And it pulls itself through because the back, you could feel the back half of the car shove and carve you into your line and just go, okay, you want to do that line? Let's get you there. And I shouldn't be able to drive this car this quickly, this comfortably. That's a great point. These things are all lovely, but it must cost a lot to get there. When you start to add up all these sort of benefits, I guess you could say. Well, and you think about the market above to get them. Cheap. The market above right. them that they're targeting too is significantly above right. them in price. Yeah. The turbo has made this the version that you want if you are a person who likes to drive quickly, and if you're a person who bemoans the loss of Mazda speed. I think this is the one you want to be in, and I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. This is phenomenal. They've done a very I good like job. I like this car enough to own one. This is how it's the Mazda brilliant. 3 should be bought, though. I, I yes. think the current one is a commute device, a very nice commute device sure. in front wheel drive form. Sure. If you want to actually drive it hard and enjoy it, you have to have the turbo all wheel drive because that yeah, actually brings you. all the demeanor I was hoping for and extra. But come on. Yeah. I'm steering with the throttle. I shouldn't be able to do that in this car, and I can. See? That's turbo. awesome. Extra stuff in the box. 